Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world. Broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world. BlakeRadio.com. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Welcome to the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. This is Topically Yours, and I am your host, Deirdre Schuler. I don't know where the listening audience live, but here in New York, the weather is cold. It's 27 degrees. So I thought I'd bring on an artist sure to warm your hearts. My guest today is Judy Torres. 
who is known as the queen of freestyle music to all her fans. And if you don't know what freestyle music is, it's known as Latin hip-hop, which is a combination of Latin music and pop music. Uh, Judy Torres was born in the Bronx, which is interesting since the freestyle music that she'll be performing, which is in its ninth year of bringing freestyle to uh, Lehman Center for the Performing Arts, also located in the Bronx, is where Judy will be performing. And uh, so all her fans, all the Bronxites and everybody in the area, please come down and see the show because it's generally sold out. But anyway, uh, Judy Torres was 18 years old when she was first discovered and it wasn't long after that she, that she was knocking out songs such as No Reason to Cry, Come Into My Arms, I Love You, For All Seasons, and Faithfully. Now most of you know that Faithfully was a number one hit of Judy's. And Miss Torres will, as I said, will be part of the Freestyle Forever Nine in its ninth year. And she will be performing with such artists as TKA, K7, the Sugar Hill Gang, the Cover Girls, Lisette Melendez, Coro, George Lamont, Noel, Rob Bass, Suave, and Nochera. And also featured on the show is Lucho DJ Solo and the White Boy at DJ KYS. The show is going to be hosted by Speedy and producer Sal Abatello, who has been bringing the freestyle show to fans for a number of years and he's really done us a favor because this is music we don't hear so much on the radio anymore and we miss it so we have thanks to Sal Abatello for keeping the music alive and we do thank you Sal and all of this is going to take place the Freestyle Forever 9 show at the Lehman Center for the Performing Arts located at 250 Bedford Park Boulevard West in the Bronx. And that's close to the D train or the D train can get you there and the number four train which has the Bedford Park Boulevard stop. So hey, rush to the, the box office because as I said the tickets are going quickly. And the Lehman Center box office number is 718-960-8833 and I'll repeat that again 718-960-8833 or those of you that love to go online you can also get tickets at www.lehmancenter.org and that's spelled L-E-H-M-A-N-C-E-T-E-R www.lehmancenter.org well Judy Torres has been waiting in the wings quite patiently very patiently indeed. So let's welcome her to the show. Greetings, Judy Torres. It's a pleasure having you on the show today, and I've been looking forward to talking with you. So thanks for coming. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for calling in. Thank um, you. I apologize for being late. It's <laughs> Latino time. <laughs> ah, indeed. Unfortunately, it wasn't radio time, but I'm glad oh. you're here. I'm glad to. And, well, if you're on the East Coast, I don't know if you are. Are you keeping warm? Because it's certainly quite uh, unpredictable weather we're having. 
let me just say how much I hate the winter. Oh. I just can't stand it. <laughs> Yesterday we had 40-degree weather, and it felt like summer. Really? Yeah, that, that's how, how cold it's that? been. Yeah. I yeah, know, sure. and it's 27 <laughs> today, 27 degrees. Mm-hmm. And but it feels I colder, hear. you know. It's just, it's just, I don't know, the winters here are brutal sometimes, and I'm sure they're more brutal in other states, but it just February is that time of year where you just get really frustrated. Well, at least we aren't having what Boston has. That's true. It could be worse, right? It could always be worse. <laughs> could be. Oh, well... Tell me about, uh, are you on tour with Forever Freestyle 9, or tell me about your experience with them. Well, um, doing the the show, especially at Lehman, is uh, a lot of fun. It feels like a whole bunch of relatives getting together for that, you know, annual party. And um, and at this point, you know, we're all friends, and we all feel like, it just feels like a big family. So, And there's nothing like performing in the Bronx, because the people in the Bronx have, like, the greatest hearts in the world, and... It's just a lot of fun to perform there. Well, aren't you a Bronxite yourself? Yes, you originally born, born here, raised born in the Bronx. Bronx. Yes, born and raised there. I lived in the Bronx since I was 25. And, uh, yeah, I love it. I mean, I have some of my best and worst memories there. <laughs> but, you know, home is always home. And uh, well, are, were, you, are were you east or west or south? Well, I lived in the, the, uh, different parts of the Bronx. I lived uh, first on 182nd and Cotona Parkway near the Bronx Zoo. And then I lived on 194th and Marion, which is close to uh, Fordham Road, like Fordham University. Uh, and then I moved to Parkchester, which I considered at the time the Fifth Avenue of the Bronx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those are the places I've lived. And I you know, went to school there. I went to a Catholic school. I went to St. Thomas Aquinas School. And then I went to Aquinas High School. And I went to Lehman College myself. Oh, okay. Well, yes, you were yes, discovered at 18, right? 18 years old? That was pretty young. Were you already singing? I guess you were to be discovered. Well, I, I, I mean, I was kind of kind of obsessed about being a singer. And I would go to bed, you know, probably since about 16. I would go to sleep, you know, crying. Why can't, why hasn't anyone discovered me? It doesn't make any sense. And I had all these huge images and dreams of how it was supposed to happen and um, I was performing in lots of different talent shows and different nightclubs around the area, and I uh, was just hoping that someone would say something. And then around 18, I was performing um, in the Parkchester section, and I performed in a tiny little itty-bitty club, and we did this gong show. And I noticed that, um, you know, a gong show is supposed to have someone who actually sings bad, and everyone who performed for the gong show was great. So I decided to sing one song, you know, seriously, and the other song, joking around. Um, I sang it like Edith Bunker from All in the Family from years ago. And um, the crowd was laughing, and they knew it was a joke, but um, the, one of the judges got up to gong me, and everyone else stopped him. And um, it was, ironically, that judge who approached me after the show, and, and he said, I'd really like to help you. You know, I, I don't have any you know, experience in the music business at all, but I'd love to help you. And I said, well, I'd love for you to help me, but I don't have the money to give you to help me. And he said, you know, you don't have to pay me anything. If, uh, if I give you, you know, get, give me six months. And if I give you a paid show, if I get you a paid show, then I get 20%. And I said, excellent. And so I started performing in different nightclubs and within six months he had me getting paid for shows. And I was basically singing Whitney Houston covers 
until finally he said one day to me, you know, you really need original music. And I said, yes, I know that, but I don't know where to go. He said, well, I have a friend who has some songs that need to be recorded, and if you'd be willing to audition for him and he likes you, then you can do that. And I said, okay. And I auditioned for Mickey Garcia, and I was given a song called Love's Gonna Get You. And one day we were sitting with other artists who were getting ready to record, and the girl next to me said, I have to confess, I don't like my song. And I said, what, what, which song is yours? And she said, No Reason to Cry. I said, Oh, my God, I love No Reason to Cry. And she loved my song. So we switched. And the wow. rest is history. Yes, so that mm-hmm. was your, was that your first hit, No Reason to Cry? That was my first, yes, No Reason to Cry was my first single. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And it took, uh, it took about a year or so, um, you know, for the song to pick up momentum because at the time the song wasn't on the radio, so you, you really just um, depended on the nightclubs to play your music. And if people became familiar with it, then the nightclubs would call you and have you perform there. And that's kind of how you got some sort of um, some sort of name for yourself. And after a while, you know, we finally got picked up by a label. And um, shortly after that, finally the song got played on, on the radio, and it was very, very exciting. So what, what, what record company picked you up? What label? Um, but the first label that picked me up was a label called Jackie Jack. And uh, it was an independent label, and soon after the business went under for reasons I still to this day don't know. And um, I was performing one night at... 1018, which is on the old Roxy on 10th Avenue and 18th Street, and a woman named Chloe Cassetta saw me performing, and she was working for Profile Records at the time, and she went to the president of the company, and she said, you know, you've got to sign this girl. She's got this song, and um, from what I understand, the label at that at the time wasn't really interested, but they took a chance, and they said, okay, we'll, we'll let her do this one single, and they made me record, re-record No Reason to Cry. Um, with a different mix and a different sound. And uh, they said if the song did well, they would let me do another single, and it did. So I did another single called Come Into My Arms, which did better than No Reason to Cry. And then after that, we had an album. So wow. It was a very, very exciting time. Well, and how did it impact your life? I mean, then your life started to, started to change, right? Well, it it, it started to life in general picked up momentum, but it started to really validate the fact that if you go after what you really want and you work hard at it, you can get somewhere. And um, it was very exciting, you know, all the movie scenes that you, see, that you see that people hear their song played for the first time on the radio and they absolutely lose their mind. It's absolutely true. You really lose your mind and you kind of want to run and tell every stranger, <laughs> "Hey, listen, you hear that song? That that's me." You know, you're so it's so exciting, and of course, you know, it made the bills easier to pay, and I was able to help Indeed. out my mother and and my siblings a little bit better, and it felt really good. Well, does the music? Do you you are drawn to certain songs or music? What about those songs? Um, do they have any significance in your life that make it easier for you to sing them? Well, typically, for the most part, every song I've recorded has been a song that means something to me. Um, Come Into My Arms, you know, meant something to me because I co-wrote that song. And um, I co-wrote it about someone who really broke my heart. And, you know, my mom had told me, you know, you have to use music to help you feel better. So why don't you write about how you're feeling? And that was really easy, and I started to learn very quickly that when you are in angst and you're going through some drama in your life, you usually write your best material. <laughs> and for No Reason that. to Cry, 
I'm sorry? I agree with that. that it's sort of like a cure-all. Yeah, it's it's very therapeutic. And I think I think part of the reason is because when you are in that moment and you're really hurt about it, I think it's one of the brief times people are fully present in what they're feeling. And there's an honesty there that makes you vulnerable. And I think that's when, I mean, I think it can come just as when you're deliriously happy as well. But there's something about being in that place <laughs> that, you know, you suddenly pick up the pen and the words just come out, you know. Well, and, I want to also, for, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I wanted to mention um, that you have lots of fans and that they should be able to get tickets at the Lehman Center box office by calling 718-960-8833, or they can go online at www.lehmancenter.org, and that's for the Freestyle Forever 9 show that you will be appearing in on March 7th at 8 p.m. Yes, yes, very excited to be there again. It's going to be amazing, and I just want to let the listeners know, don't wait till the last minute because um, this show does sell out every year. Yes, it does. I've been to a couple of them, and they're always exciting and, and fun. Yeah, there's a, there's a, they're a lot of fun. Everyone's spirits are so high, and it's so great listening to everyone sing the words with you. It's It's just phenomenal. Well, I want to ask you also. I mean, you're you're into the music certainly, and but you seem a well-rounded person. Do you have other interests as well outside the music, like charity or humanitarian pursuits? Well, I do a lot of motivational speaking in schools. I, I love to talk to kids about self-esteem and about anti-bullying, and um, mm. I also do some acting on the side. And I recently got my license to teach Zumba, and I teach my first class tomorrow, actually. So I'm excited oh. about that. Yeah, but Where I love doing things. Where are you it? We'll give you a little plug. Uh, I'll be at Sassy Cap Dance and Fitness in Hoboken, New Jersey tomorrow. The class is from 7.30 to 8.30. All right. So, folks, if yeah. you want to... It's, it's my first class. I don't know if, we, if I'll be there regularly, but I'm hoping I will. Well, you know, the, the your business is quite demanding. Oftentimes, you're on the road. How does that uh, balance out with your, your family life? You have children? I have a stepdaughter. Uh, I just I was recently married in October this past October. I have an oh, eight year old stepdaughter. Thank you. And that has taken some adjusting. <laughs> I was actually talking to my mother in law today and I was telling her, you know, how it has changed, you know, everything revolves around her now, not around me. You know, so I try to get everything done while she's in school and once she comes home from school everything becomes about her. Her homework, making sure she's fed, she takes a shower, she studies, things like that. But it's been it's been rewarding so far. So hard, but rewarding. <laughs> Playing the role of mommy. Yeah, um, it's it's a it's an adjustment. I mean, I think um, I love kids in general, so that part you know hasn't been difficult. And she's an amazing girl. She's an incredible girl. She's very resilient, and she's handled all these different changes very well. And uh, she's thriving now. She's doing great in school. So we're, you know, we're excited, and I'm, and I'm happy. You know, it's like I have this family that I didn't think I was going to have. So it was a good surprise. Wow, that's a big blessing. Yes. Well, Amen. tell me about your, 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 your. Uh, well, it's former. You had a uh, freestyle radio show on WKTU. 
Um, tell me about that. Did you have a lot of freestyle artists appear on the show? Oh, of course. Well, um, the the free stuff, the KTU Freestyle Free For All was the number one show uh, that was on on Sunday nights. It was always uh, on from 9 p.m. to midnight. And we had just about everyone come to the show. And it was a lot of fun because it, the, the interviews were not as formal as, you know, most people will, will do them because, as I mentioned before, we're all friends. So I would try to ask questions that were not typically asked of, of an artist and we would just have a lot of fun. We would play different games with the listeners. And, um, you know, I'm still at KTU. I've, I'm still there on the air on Sundays from 3 to 8 p.m. And um, But they, they changed their format of the station. The, the format is um, top 40 now. And that's why the freestyle show, unfortunately, was canceled. But I miss it. It was a great show, and it was a lot of fun. Okay. Well, you're, you're, are you still hosting, though? You're still there, you say, uh, hosting, but in a different well, I'm format. still on the air, so I'm I'm still you know I, I play uh, KTU's music and I talk on the air and I solicit contests and I talk to listeners, etc. But it's not um, it's not just fully dedicated to freestyle. We play about one or two freestyle songs an hour. That's pretty much about it because typically the station is now a, a top forty station. I understand. Well, I also you did an album. Uh, I I don't know if it's your last album or not, but. Uh, it was called Stay. Tell me about that. Oh, Stay. Stay is um, a remake of a country song um, originally done by Jennifer Nettles of Sugarland, And um, I just, I had a great feeling about that song. And um, it, it obviously ruffled some people's feathers <laughs> because the song is sung from the point of view of the other woman. And um Oh that's interesting. Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> and people were very upset. Uh, you know, when I did the video I posted it and a lot of people were you know, it's it's amazing how people's emotions got really, really I, I I don't know what what the right what the right words are to say. It just it just did something. It like hit nerves for people. And I guess it's because no one enjoys being cheated on. And it is a horrible feeling and a horrible sensation, but you rarely ever hear from the other person. And in the beginning of the song, she's, you know, <laughs> she's quite pathetic. You know, she, sing, she sings to him, why don't you stay? I'm down on my knees. I'm so tired of being lonely. You know, don't I give you what you need? She's pretty desperate. And, she, you know, her self-esteem, in my opinion, is really low. And... As the song progresses, she starts to realize that she's in a horrible situation and she's not winning anything. And um, by the end of the song, she says, you know, I'm not staying anymore. I'm up off my knees. I'm tired of being lonely. You can't give me what I need. And it's a revelation that she has, you know. Um, most people were not not very sympathetic to it, but I, I was because I, I feel that um, – when someone cheats on someone, the other woman doesn't necessarily uh, go after that person. Sometimes that person has lied to her and told her that he's not married, and then she finds out later on, and uh, she's in a weird position, you know. So I, I don't know. For some reason, I was able to relate to that, and I loved that she finally got some backbone and decided to leave him. Well, I think a lot of other women, there's a lot of women out there now because there's such a shortage of men. That's probably going on more than people know that there's the second woman. I don't know who to blame, if you blame the second woman or you blame the cheater. 
Because yeah, I mean, I think the cheater is definitely the, mo- the most responsible one for sure. Uh, the the other woman, uh, you know, shame on her for staying if she knows he's married. But at the same time, most of the time she's the one that doesn't have that much great self-esteem. And because of that, she'll settle to be second. And that's exactly. something that a lot of people don't talk about. You know, there are a lot of women out there that settle. They won't demand what they know they deserve. So they just, out of fear of being lonely, out of fear of being alone, they will choose that. And they will say, okay, well, it's better than nothing. Exactly. And sometimes the male lies and tells them that he's going to leave his wife or the wife is sick. You know, I mean, you don't really know what the stories are. And I, mm-hmm. I happen to have a friend that she's always alone on Christmas. She's always alone on Thanksgiving because they can't spend those vital holidays with you. Or her. Yes, yes. And and until they get sick and tired of being sick and tired of it, they won't change it, you know. Yeah. So I, I just, I, I just thought it was, you know, most of the songs that I've recorded are all sweet and loving. <laughs> you know, there's no reason for you to cry, come into my arms, please stay tonight, love story, they're all sweet. And I just thought stay, I mean, stay is kind of sweet, but I love the fact that she was um, – not so innocent, and at the same time, like I said, you know, I love that, that seeing that revelation that she realizes she deserves better, and I thought that was an important right. message. And that should be the message to all the ladies out there that are desperate to love. Uh, you're not going to find Absolutely. it with Absolutely. Don't get me started on that subject. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. I mean, I watch people. I mean, we all have that friend that suffers, and it's easy mm-hmm. for us because we're on the outside. We're like, come on, girl, you know, you deserve better than that. You know that. But she doesn't. Deep down, she doesn't believe that for whatever reason. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a shame that we waste time because we yeah, don't realize how valuable we really are. And we yeah. give our love and we give our bodies to people who don't deserve it because at that time we just don't have – that self-esteem and we're too desperate and we're too fearful of being alone. And it depends on how you were raised, too, how your family treated you, how people have treated you in life. Um, in terms sure. of you, if they're a lot not of times how your father you, treated you. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And a lot of families <laughs> don't have that, so. That's the deep, same. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, yeah. uh, I guess I'll ask you one more question and and. That is, how did you get involved with the freestyle shows uh, that Sal Alpicella does? He, he does them yearly, right? Do you tour with them too? Well, Sal, Sal is he's responsible for starting Fever Records, and he was very much part of the movement when freestyle music first came out. As freestyle has evolved and mm-hmm. as it has um, unfortunately left the radio waves for the most part, but the fans are so devoted and Sal has been one of those people who has kept freestyle maintained and alive and well and he's given um, the fans places and venues to come and see those songs and listen to those songs that they haven't heard in so long and I would say you know Sal is responsible for probably 85 to 90 percent of all my shows and so you know whenever he calls as long as I'm available yes absolutely I'll be there as long as the and fans will, will come be there, here, I'll be there. And, you'll, and she <laughs> will, folks, be there on March 7th 
and that's at the Lehman Center for the Performing Arts, which is at 250 Bedford Park Boulevard West in the Bronx. You can get there by the number four at Bedford Park stop and the D train. So go and be there, especially if you were a freestyle fan. And so many people miss that kind of music. We don't hear it on the radio anymore, and we'll, we'll starve. Yeah. We'll starve for real yeah. music. Yeah, hungry for the freestyle. And the, the, the good thing about the, the Lehman Performing Arts Center also is that it's pretty intimate. You know, we, we also do uh, Radio City Music Hall. We do Madison Square Garden. And those venues are huge. And they're amazing, don't get me wrong. But if you want to experience something intimate, I believe Lehman College, uh, the, the, the Lehman Arts Performing Center, because it's a smaller, even if you're, you know, in the last row, so to speak, you can still, still get a great seat and you can still enjoy it. It just, well, uh, it's just a little bit more intimate. That's what I like about that venue. Well, they have 2,300 seats, so they're not too, too small, but... Uh... Yeah, I well, can see what you're saying. Well, compared to 19,000. Yeah, definitely. But I'm going to give them the box office number one more time, uh, 718-960-8833. And those people that love your computer, you can go online at www.lehmancenter, that's L-E-H-M-A-N, center, dot org and get your tickets. Well, Thank Judy for coming on the show. Unless is there anything you want to say before we close, Judy? I just want to let everyone know how grateful we all are that um, our fans are so devoted to freestyle music. It, you know, it is a genre of music that's not on the radio, and to see everyone come out and sell out these concerts is um, we are forever grateful. I just want to say thank you, and thank you for and having Sugar, me. Sugar Hill Gang fans, because I'm one of them too. Oh, they're uh, so amazing. They'll be so there. much fun to watch them perform. Yes, yes. Yeah, I love them. So Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and you know, and it's great all the that, artists there are wonderful. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, it fascinates me that, you know, when I was a, a little girl in the Bronx, my mother would would put the Sugar Hill Gang record on, you know, and you'd hear hip, hop, hip to the hip, yes, and I, I would dance that. with my mom, and some of my greatest memories are listening to their music. And now to be able to say I perform with them, what blows my mind every time I think about it. So it's know, really great. It's going to be a great concert. Mm-hmm. It it's really great is. when it's you meet awesome. the artists that you grew up with. Oh, it's awesome. It's so it's it's sort of like uh you know your body, your whole life does a full circle. It's it's just awesome, awesome. It is, I must say. Well, I'm glad to have met you, Judy Torres, and our our queen of freestyle. And we're Thank looking forward. So much, and I'll Judy. be there. I'll be there. On March 7th, so... All um, right, I'll see you, and I'll give you a hug, too. <laughs> all right. Great. Thank you so much. All right. So, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You're quite welcome. And this is the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. As always, I'm your host, Deja Shuler, and I'm thanking my listeners for making my topic for yours. And we are going to end it, the show, with stage... Please stay tonight.
we were interviewing Judy Therese, and you've been listening to the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. <laughs> 